Do you feel appreciated for all the hard work you do in creating church communications? I've been hearing from a lot of people recently that with all the current increased demands on church communicators, lots of people don't feel appreciated. How about you? Hi, I'm Yvonne Prynne, and welcome to Devotions for Church Communicators. As you'll see today, how we react in times like this depends a lot on how we see our identity, how we define our role as a church communicator, and that's what I want to talk about. As always in this short podcast, I want to help you focus on God's Word, the incredible calling you have to share God's message of salvation, and to strengthen and encourage you. This podcast is from me, Yvonne Pran, and my ministry, Effective Church Communications. Our podcast today is entitled, Not Feeling Appreciated in Your Church Communications Work? An Identity Check Might Help. Our key verse for today is Mark 10, 42-44, where it says, Jesus called them together and said, You know that those who are regarded as rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must be slave of all. Let's look at this in a little more detail. Servant, bond slave, one with no rights of our own, one whose purpose in life is to serve another. That's our core identity as church communicators. Just reading those words, how our human nature wants to fight it. We want to be recognized for our brilliance and creativity, and sometimes we grouse in private that we aren't appreciated, (laughs) and we probably aren't. Not being appreciated is what being a servant means. We can't change that reality, but when we stop fighting it, when we submit and serve, we find peace and satisfaction in our work. I know that's hard. Now that might not be what you expected to hear, but bear with me, and I trust you'll be encouraged by the end of this. We can't rearrange our thoughts about our identity or about being a servant on our own. It so goes against our human nature. But there are many verses in the Bible that talk about servanthood, and I want to take a few minutes to remind us that Jesus doesn't ask us to do anything that he hasn't already done. So to learn how to be a servant, let's take a few minutes to take our eyes off ourselves and to look at him. These are some verses that remind us of how Jesus identified himself. Now, all of the references are on the website. I'm going to read these passages without the references because I don't kind of want to break the flow of of what the different ones say. But let me start in. Now that I, and this is Jesus speaking, your Lord and teacher have washed your feet, you should also wash one another's feet. I've set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. I tell you the truth. No servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you'll be happy if you do them. For I, even I, the Son of Man, came not here to be served, but to serve others, and to give my life as a ransom for many. And then one of my very favorite passages where it says, Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself 
and became obedient to death, even death, on a cross. Carry one another's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. Work with enthusiasm as though you were working for the Lord rather than people. I've got one more verse. Not only does the Lord ask us to serve, but remember He will help shoulder the load of service with us, enabling us to be the kind of servant who is pleasing to Him. Remember He said, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. That's the end of the devotion, but I want to share a few additional thoughts on applications with you. As I was thinking about this, as I was trying to, I was praying and figuring out what I was going to say on this, I realized that one of the most important things we need to remember on the topic of being a servant is who is the master we serve. And we tend to think of the people around us, the pastor of the church, the staff at the church, the people in the church, our boss in our workplace, our spouse, our kids, or whatever. Now, all of them are important, and we definitely ought to try to serve them all. But the primary one we serve is the Lord Jesus. Somehow, to be content as a servant, we need to see past the people in front of us and keep our eyes on Jesus. His standards are truly the only ones that matter. His esteem and how he values us are the only honest measure of our true worth. His pleasure at the hard work we put in. His knowing the struggles only he sees and fully understands. That's what matters. People will always disappoint us just as we are going to always disappoint others. But if we keep looking at them and for their words of appreciation to validate our worth, we will never get enough. St. Augustine said, Thou hast made us for thyself, O Lord, and our hearts are restless until they rest in thee. These words are so true in the area of wanting to be appreciated for our work. When we realize we were made to be a servant of the Lord Jesus, and what an extraordinary privilege that is, when we make it our highest goal to be pleasing to Him, that's when we'll find rest and satisfaction in our work. Now to do this, it isn't a goal too difficult, or to please Jesus, that is, and it isn't one that requires brutal work hours or demands on ourselves. Remember, Jesus totally loves us and values that us at our most sinful and miserable and when we're totally worthless for any use in his kingdom. No matter how inadequate we might feel, he loves us anyway and is cheering on every effort we make to serve him. He also gives us a really extraordinary example of how to serve. In one of the verses I read earlier, it was in John 13, and this was the one, if you remember, where Jesus washed the disciples' feet. And he said we should do the same. Now, we sometimes forget that event took place the night of the Lord's Supper. And if you read the passage closely, you'll learn that it happened before Judas left to betray Jesus. Think about that. Jesus washed Judas' feet. I don't understand love like that. When someone does something mean to me, far less than a betrayal like Judas, the last thing I want to do is serve them. But that's what Jesus did. 
if I understood his love a little more, maybe I could do that even a little bit. Now, here is a worthy prayer for all of us. It's the one that the Apostle Paul prayed for his people in Ephesians 3.17, where he said, And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have the power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love, that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. I think when we understand Jesus' love, when it fills us up, that's when we'll have the spiritual resources to serve well in our work as church communicators, no matter whether anyone on earth appreciates us or not. Lord, please make it so for all of us. That's all for today. Please subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast app and tell your fellow church communicators about it so they can be encouraged and challenged in their ministry of church communications. For practical advice, free templates, and training in church communications, go to www.effectivechurchcom.com. In closing, I'm Yvonne Pren, and I'd like to end with this prayer and benediction for you as you as you do your work. May you do your work today grounded in the Word of God, empowered by the strength of God, inspired by the wonder of God, confident that God is with you and that He will use your communications to accomplish His will in the world. As you work today and all your days, may your ministry be filled with joy, grace, and power in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.